you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee ki motherfucker. Episode 121. I know we said last week that we would be doing the Geeky Awards this week, but we're not. We're going to save it for next week because it's still going to be relevant next week and we want to get the topical news and stuff out now. And uh, we did miss last week because of Huge Blizzard. Uh, Mike Volby and Anna Zivkak yeah. are in the studio with me. Hello. And yeah, <laughs> no snow. Well, there's a little bit of snow oh, coming snow down now. today, but nothing like it was last week so we apologize for that you know how much i hate missing episodes but two to three feet of snow yeah, we gotta live up here in shitsville yeah well <laughs> you don't like it i don't like the snow it. but i like the area you're ready to go to anywhere i am there's just, a coastline yep tell me i got a job in a house and i'm there <laughs> uh so we have a bunch of stuff to do today this is a jam-packed episode first thing is we have a new itunes review which was our first one in a long time. Uh, so just a quick shout out it's from Jace Baggins, who says, I love the show. Rob, Mike and Anna with her sexy voice. Hey, now <laughs> Anna. are a blast to listen to. They are so easy to relate to. I love the obscure movie reviews and every aspect of this podcast. You guys put out an awesome show. Keep up the great work. So we appreciate that. Every <laughs> iTunes review that's crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this geek crushes on Anna. Of course there would be. It's happened before. <laughs> And it won't be the last time. Either. <laughs> uh, as we move into the show, though, I want to start off with a little bit of a game. Cool. Which oh, is not right. our norm. And I guess it's not really a game as it is more of just like a, a free riffing area. Because I was on Twitter and every now and then they do these hashtags where everyone kind of uses the same thing and comes up with something creative yeah. to fit the hashtag. And they were doing one that was hashtag lesser films. So you would come up with the name of a movie that was like a weaker version of the one that actually came out, so a slight modification of the title. So I threw a few out there. Like, I put The Dark Knight Sits Up <laughs> instead of The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, God. You're so it's a my, lesser version. You're going to make my brain work, aren't or you? Or, like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> non-lethal <laughs> weapon. Yeah, oh, I get it, yeah. So it's it's not uh, fatal. <laughs> it's like rubber bullets. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mission Attainable. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, Scott Spilgram, uh, Spilgram. Nice. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim spars the world. Ah. <laughs> Can you guys think of any? If you gave me this advance, I could have come up with a huge list. <laughs> what's the fun of advance? I'm thinking we just kind of throw them in as we go through the whole episode. If you come up with one randomly, just shout it out, regardless of what we're doing. Sounds like a plan. All right. So we're just going to hashtag lesser films throughout the whole episode. Die quickly. Die quickly. <laughs> That's funny. Die soft. There you go. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> I know, it's like what movies come into your brain yeah. and then you just got to figure like. Um, Page of the Rings. Page of the Rings. Rather than the Lord. Why? Oh, because page. I was thinking like page of a book. No, like a page. Ah, that makes more sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Lord of the Setting. It's not quite the whole ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. These are terrible. It didn't, it didn't have a gem, though. No, it was no. just a ring. They're going to be horrible, this whole show. It's going to be a show of like. I'm just going to be looking at your DVDs going, okay, it's behind you. Um, <clears throat> Back to the two seconds from now. Mediocre man. <laughs> Mediocre man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go into the actual episode. If you guys think of any throughout the whole show, yeah. just toss them in as we're going along. Uh, so let's do some geek outs. Yay! Who wants to start off? Captain Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying Canada is a lesser America? Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Anna Zivkak. What are we, oh, what are we doing? Geek, geek outs? outs? Yeah. 
All right. Um, I'm still geeking out over uh, the Darkness concert that I went to. Yeah. It was so good. And it was good for uh, multiple reasons Residual across the board. Chest, um, chest hair? Lots of chest hair? Or did he No, wax? I think he shaves. Yeah, because oh. he's all tattooed and stuff. But oh. but anyway, um, okay. So first of all, they're one of my favorite bands. So I was obviously wicked excited to go. And yep. um, my fiance boyfriend i hate you i hate the word fiance i know i don't do like hate it either. i hate that word i'm yeah, french why, and I hate there needs why, to be an american word for that why yeah. does one version have two e's which one's that there's fiance there with one e and there's one. fiance with two e's it should e's. be one there with is? a yeah oh. there should be one with a yeah, with has the, a little slash. yeah. i just get annoyed with the little it's, it's annoying <laughs> i don't like saying it i feel like La di da, my right, fiance. Right. Like, like I hate saying that, so I still call so, him like, my boyfriend. So like the dude I'm gonna marry. Right. <laughs> I just hate it because I'm never gonna use it. Oh <laughs> no! All right, back to my story. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> terrible. We just were like, yeah, that's right, so on. great. No, no I said, oh, I, I didn't know, say but... yeah. I didn't agree with him. <laughs> I wasn't but looking for sympathy. But, I was just going for the joke anyway. But you Go didn't ahead. dispute it. <laughs> he said we had a lot to cover today. I'm just trying to move it on. Okay. She's right. She's right. Uh, oh man. Okay. So um, he like through a friend through a friend knows um, Gary Sharon. Oh really? Yeah. Because he went to Berkeley and he actually played on stage with him, and he's really good friends with his drummer. Wow. So we're sitting there at Qdobo before the show eating dinner and he gets a text from his friend Craig who tells him that Dana and Gary are at the Darkness concert Oh, inside. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to see the Darkness and I'm going to fucking meet Gary Sharon because I love like old 80s music and I've literally worshipped Extreme since I was a little kid. And he's going to sing the only like Van Halen songs that never got played on the radio. (laughs) Whatever. All right. He's amazing. And and. I've seen him on stage a bunch of times too because he does a um a Who cover band in Boston and oh, it's amazing. Wow. I mean, he's just got so much charisma. He's he's awesome. So um, I'm like in Qdobo, like flipping out because I'm gonna go see the darkness and I'm gonna fucking meet Gary Sharon. So right, I'm like right. freaking. Out. So I get in there and we can't find him because he's not like the te- um Dana, the his friend isn't the texting type. Okay. So we're like looking everywhere and um. And finally, I spot Dana, and we grab him, and we get invited into the VIP booth to watch the concert. So there's, like, nobody in front of us. We're, like, up there with fucking Gary Sharon, and he's, like, talking to me. He's not just, like, hi, nice to meet you. He's, like, attempting to talk to me. Like, he's making conversation with me. Yeah. So, like, Mike's talking to Dana, and Gary's talking to me. He was like asking me about my engagement, asking me where I lived, asking me if I liked sushi. Like I'm hanging out with Gary Sharon at the Darkness concert. Wow. So I'm like, where do you live? Holy fucking shit. Like I'm <laughs> so excited. Yeah, no, he's like, where, well, no, he's like, where are you from? You know, and where I told you from? him about how, how do you ask? Do you like sushi? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you can totally come over anytime you want. <laughs> so, um, so that was amazing. And then the concert itself was just amazing. Um, at the, at the end during the finale, the singer, got on an audience member's shoulders. He was like, come here. Because all night he was leaning on this kid in the front row because he'd like stand up on the barrier and then like almost fall and like lean on this kid. So finally he asked the kid his name. He's like, what's your name? His name was Cody. And he's like, come here, Cody. And he got climbed on the kid's shoulders and he's like marching him through the audience and he's calling him his faithful steed, Cody. And then he, he goes, takes him over to the bar, takes him up to the balcony where we are. The singer climbs onto the balcony. He's about 10 feet from me singing and then dives into the audience. Whoa. Like, it was the most amazing night ever. Like, it was so awesome. It was so awesome. And it was like, I really didn't miss your party after all. No, I'm like, don't, no regrets. That was the best night yeah, ever. That's awesome. It was incredible. Sweet. <gasps> so cool. Sounds like fun. Meanwhile, yeah. I still only know like two songs from the darkness. Oh, so good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, any other geek gods? I don't know how we can top that at this no, point. No, that's okay. You can, that's, that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Walking Dead's back. Yeah. Walking Dead. The oh, only yeah. good thing in life. Woo, <laughs> the back. only good thing in life. Wow. It's back. Yeah. And it, it was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, people were bitching about it, but. Really? I don't know. They seemed to be there. It was dull. It was they bull- were in the fan because group. Because you can't <laughs> bust a nut every time. Right. You gotta exactly. hold your load. Look, it's like people just want it. I don't know. What do they want? You know, 
That, yeah, that's they what have I don't to stop sometimes. It wasn't just the fan group. I saw other people saying, yeah. like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't um, suspenseful enough or it was a letdown. They didn't, like, I don't know what they, they're no. building to something bigger. Right. It was like an explanation episode. They had an amazing mid-season finale yeah. that, like, blew your mind. But I think people and were then, expecting when it's just more. Yeah, you like, can They, do they that were expecting complete chaos, I, I suspect. Well, after you come back from a break... I think people want something big, but you just got something big, like leaving mm. into the break. And yeah. from what you guys yeah. said about the mid-season finale, it was all sorts of craziness. Oh, it was. So, and this yeah. episode was great. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it thoroughly. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with it. I just think, yeah, people want that balls to the wall the whole time. When you have Can't to wait have. so long, there's expectations that build up. Yeah. I went back and I watched the first, the first episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wow, Rick has changed. I know. He really <laughs> like, has. He, really he was so see. clean. I know his hair is like getting long and everything. Yeah. Like every, that's what's cool is like yeah. it's like who's gonna have time to go find a barber? Nobody. Sure, so sure. they're actually like progressing. Like the guys in Lost. Why'd the fat guy never get thin? Right. Well, this show, you know, they had an, they actually had an explanation yeah, for some of that eating food. Yeah, he was, he was hoarding it. <laughs> Did you watch the Talking Dead? Do you ever watch it? No, it's so funny. And Kevin Smith was on, and he's like, you know, what's really, really, really realistic about that show is there's no fat dudes. No, there <laughs> he's isn't. Like, he's like, because you can't. He's like, remember Otis? You can't run if you're fat. He goes, there's no fat guys on the Walking Dead. No, it's <laughs> have there been true. any fat zombies? Uh yeah. yeah okay yeah just checking the well zombie was fat and yeah. the one oh, that ate yeah, Lori was. was fat yeah well, the well zombie I forgot about him yeah, yeah. He, was oh, he was gross yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta watch this Rob how about Glenn are you loving Glenn Glenn's like, like on the verge awesome. of just snapping yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving Glenn yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shut the, Rob. the character development I, I'm yeah. curious where I, I keep getting nervous so I'm like oh my god Rick's gonna die like I'm, I'm so afraid that Rick's it's gonna, not gonna be Rick yeah who nah. knows nah. I don't know I don't think I not think yet. that him I think he's like the only safe him and Carl I think are the only safe ones mm. but Glenn is yeah I mean he was a pizza boy in the first episode you know he's awesome yeah he's he's Amazing. Right now, I'm the kid behind the fence while you guys are playing kickball. He, he was he was on an episode of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> this looks like fun, but I, I don't trust my. I'm just watching because I don't know like when. Yeah, like, he, he was I'm watching Glenn. you guys. Glenn was on an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Who, who did he play? He played um Sheldon's old roommate. Do you remember the episode where he went back? Oh, they like showed okay. flashbacks yeah. of when, and he he came out and he's like, "Good luck, dude!" And he yep. wrote like, "Sheldon must die on yeah, the yeah. wall." Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was funny because he like just he's in a wicked quick cameo. He's in it for two seconds. And yeah, I'm like, "Oh my sure. god, it's Glenn!" I was like flipping out. <laughs> Zombies. But that was prior to the Walking Dead, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. so. Um, also, we mentioned the fan group real quick, and we haven't mentioned it on the show. I started a. Uh, we have the Geek Generation page on Facebook as just going facebook.com slash the geek generation. But I'm still not happy with the way that Facebook is totally throttling page content. It's so weird. Like the amount of people that see things that are posted Mm -hmm. is so minimal. So I did start a fan group and groups do work differently on Facebook and you can get direct notifications and everything. So if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash the geek generation, uh, there is a fan group there. It is public, and we just discuss the show and geeky stuff. And it's already been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's, it's already been some good conversations on there. And show. everyone has equal exposure there, so it's not just me or us sharing stuff. It's everybody, which is kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. So go there and check that out. I recommend. Any other geekouts, Mike Volby? No. No. Okay. Wow. All right. So I guess I'm just, I have a ton, but I'm just making up for a lot of other ones. All right. So I have a ton, uh, one of which I mentioned to Mike that I should have mentioned in a prior episode because I was geeking about it then, but I didn't say it. So I'll say it now. I friggin' love Domino's online pizza ordering. Yes. Oh my God. Like there was no, when I was living in Blackstone, there's like nothing. There's no restaurants. The pizza places are pretty terrible. Like Little Caesars is the closest thing. And that was a 10 minute drive. So no one was delivering anything like that. Mm. I have a Domino's that's literally two minutes away. So I never get it delivered because I just don't want to deal with tipping makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's a social convention. I have never like latched onto and understood. I I never know what's appropriate. And oh, okay. Well, I think they bring things now, though. Yeah, but then that's even weirder to tip with a debit card. Yeah, I guess That's so. just like, meh. Yeah. So I, it's like the drive is so short to go get it. But you go online and you put your order in. I don't even have to call anybody. And I pay before I go pick it up. No more which is human nice too. interaction. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yay. But 
my favorite part is the progress bar mm-hmm. that tells me what stage of the preparation mm-hmm. process they're in and when it's done and when I can go pick it up because yep. it's so short that I don't want to leave until it's done. Step three, Stephanie is now spitting on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's really detailed, too. You can do like half pizzas yeah. Like yeah. with the topping. Like you can literally do anything you would ask somebody over the phone. Yep. You can do on their Their website. app on the iPhone works the same way. Yeah. yeah. It's just as detailed. And I didn't realize that from ordering through the phone that I could substitute sauces at Domino's yep. and I realized it online. So I got, I got a pizza with chicken, pineapple and barbecue sauce instead of tomato sauce. And oh my freaking <laughs> God, it was awesome. <laughs> so happy. So I love the Domino's online thing. I've been using it probably way too much. <laughs> Eating a lot of pizza. Huh? Yeah. Well, or no. just, just to creating pizzas and then erasing right, them. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like I do. I'm not actually eating them. I just want to like go through the process. It's a game. Yeah. yeah. Have is. you had the lava cakes? And it's a game no. you can't lose. Oh, my God. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. I've been tempted, but oh, I, yeah. I haven't yet. Oh, yeah. It's a, a game you can't thing. lose. Uh-huh. <laughs> you only oh, lose if you don't God. buy it. And I don't even like cake. Like, I'm yeah. not, I don't even have That's a sweet a tooth, really. That's a chocolate cake with chocolate fudge in the middle. Like, that like, like, cut it. and fudge. But the cake is kind of crisp, like crunchy almost. I'm going to go to dominoes.com right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you have it delivered. Order oh it God. and let's I, see if I'm it can get hungry. delivered by the time we finish this episode. I'm yeah. sure it would be. Easily. You got 30 I'm getting minutes. hungry just talking about this. Yeah. Honestly, they're usually done within like 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, they're pretty so, quick. Yeah, they're good. My next geek out, and I can't believe it took me this long to even find out about this. Releasing in Japanese theaters on March 30th, as well as Japanese IMAX theaters, is a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Whoa. Did you hear anything about this before? This is like, it's called Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Totally new story. First movie in 17 years. Holy crap. Yeah. And right now it's only being released in Japan. There's no news on like the English conversion or anything like that. But I mean, it'll happen. It'll happen quickly, I think, with the anime fans. Somebody will convert it and put it online in no time. Yeah. It is focused on the period between Z and GT, so it's filling the 10-year lapse after they defeat Demon Boo. I am so excited for that. <laughs> I couldn't be intimidated by someone called Demon Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you never watched Dragon no. Ball Z, I assume? Uh, we watched the crap out of it in college, like incessantly. I always thought it was just a little kid thing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like Pokemon. When I did that ever stop us? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very, very excited about that. And that's, again, March 30th. That's coming out in Japan. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get to the U.S., but awesome. I don't know, but it's a plane ride there. You know, you can go that's watch right. it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a translator with you. Uh, I can write it off, right? That's a business it, expense. It is. <laughs> um, he, comes, Bakery. he comes back with a wife, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you said you'd never get married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crumbs Bakery is officially open in Boston. Yeah. Oh, it did open. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about that as well because that's it, it's in the city. There's there's one in the city, but there's also one in the Natick Mall, I guess. Oh, which is like a half hour from here, which is so yeah, dangerous. I've been there. <laughs> um, so uh, that was like the I would go once a year when we went to New York Comic Con, and that was it. But now they're local, which means I'm going to be like 500 pounds. <laughs> All the work I've been Between doing in Domino's the gym. and crumbs. Yeah, oh my god, lava cakes and cupcakes, and just put cake at the end of just anything. Eat them after your workout, you'll be fine. Yeah, I guess so. I've been going crazy with all that stuff. Not as far as the eating, and I still haven't read the carb backloading book, but I'm going to get to it. But I'm in that weird place now of um, like between sizes. I feel like mediums are starting. Medium shirts are starting to feel too tight, especially in my arms. Mm. So I'm like, do I need to switch to large? But it's like a good problem to have. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I'm not getting fat. Yeah, I'm getting bigger. So they're getting tight in the chest and the arm. Yeah, not not as much in the in the chest, but they're getting they're getting tighter. Like I'm filling up the sleeve pretty well there. No one can see it, but (laughs) and this is a large. (laughs) That's right, nobody can. This is a large. (laughs) He was like trying to flex it. I'm flexing for Bobby. Bobby, check it out. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, that's all the uh, crap you've been eating. I guess pineapple pizza. Yeah, (laughs) goes straight to the arms. I guess so. Uh, I watched recently Beauty and the Geek Australia season four because it's still going on there. It ended in like November or <laughs> December. No better. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the show's funny, but it's. <laughs> I forget how many seasons are in the U.S. Like five or six, but they're they only started doing it. I think after the U.S. ones ended, so they're they're just behind. But 
other countries generally are <laughs> occasionally. But the funniest thing about it, though, is that the season ended and I went uh, I was following the Twitter account, so I knew when it would come back on because I don't know what the hell's going on in Australia. Mm-hmm. And through the power of the Internet, I can get a hold of the series and watch it. But I uh, I unfollowed the the Twitter account and the Facebook page until after I watched because I didn't want to spoil like who won and everything. And then I went to go follow him again. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like all the cast members are talking on the Facebook page and stuff from their regular Facebook profiles. And there's all this drama about like the couple's that are that were together during the show and are they still together now and like it's all the same bullshit that you see on facebook all the time now it's just a cast you've watched on tv doing it and there's something funny about it actually i messaged one of the the guys that was on the show and he like sent a message back and everything i was just like i enjoyed the show and i'm watching it from the u.s and well done (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know i was entertained by it and they do have if people like beauty and the geek you can get the australian versions up there just don't watch the uk the one season they did in the UK was so friggin' boring. It was terrible. The whole format was different. But I talked about that on a past show. I don't even remember which one. Uh, and my last geek out, I know I said I had a lot of them, uh, is a new Kickstarter that I saw just the other day and immediately funded. Keep in mind, I don't think I've gotten anything from any of these crowdsourcing things that I've actually funded so far. I've gotten nothing really? like in the actual product. Yeah. Why? Because it takes a while. Mm. Oh. So a lot of them I get don't have like a physical perk. A lot of the times the the thing I'm paying for is the finished game or the finished movie or whatever it is. So I'm not getting like a T-shirt or something like that. Although some people are really behind. Like I did uh, contribute to one from uh, there was one of the people in Team Unicorn that was doing like Star Wars infomercials. Mm -hmm. And she was said Mm -hmm. that she was one of the perks was that she was going to send out signed pictures because I wanted another one for the Wall of Fame. That was supposed to happen like last October and yeah so the the, like little things that should be getting done but that's the risk Mm. of of crowdfunding you never know because there's no like accountability on it the whole project could crash and you just never see it and you've paid the money but there's not a ton you can do about it but I heard about a Kickstarter that I was really excited about it's a movie a documentary actually do you guys remember uh, when Tim Burton was being rumored to be doing a Superman movie? Yeah. And then Nicolas Cage mm. was supposed to play him and it was going to be called <clears throat> Superman Lives. <gasps> it's going to happen? No, no. no. <laughs> and uh, like Kevin Smith had written an early version of the draft and everything based yeah. on the death and return of Superman. And it got really close to production and then just fell apart for reasons unknown. For reasons of Nick Cage. Was it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's why I wouldn't go see it. No, yeah, I wouldn't see was, if he was no forget it. Well... Someone who was involved with the processor has a lot of information on it. He's making a documentary about what happened. Hmm. So and he wants to talk to uh, like the screenwriters like he's going to talk to Kevin Smith. He's going to talk to people that did versions of the script. Hmm. Uh, He wants to talk to Tim Burton. Who knows if it'll happen. But he got he got a was it like a prominent sci fi score guy to do like the music and everything. And it's just going to be a whole documentary about what happened to Superman Lives. And why it disappeared huh. and the the whole and they actually they want to take some of the chunks of the movie and actually try to make it and just jam them into the documentary as like part of it just yeah. to see what it could have been like. Hmm. And obviously it's not going to be the whole movie and they have limited expenses, but I'm just fascinated by the whole project. <clears throat> so it sounds cool that to would me. Be cool to see. Yeah. Uh, so if you go on Kickstarter and you look for The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, that's the name of the documentary, you have until March 10th to become a backer of that if you want to check it out. I think I paid like 20 bucks and I'll get a digital download of the documentary when it's done. It's like 40 to get a Blu-ray, and that was a little, mm-hmm. little pricey for me. So Especially um, for something that you might not get for like four years. Right, yeah. right. Like the, the first thing I ever funded was uh, an independent short that Jamie King was producing and directing and uh i'm supposed to get a signed dvd at some point and that was well over a year ago so although my instacube as far as i know mm. is supposed to come in like yeah, next where is month. That? well the mm-hmm. the anticipated uh the anticipated delivery on that was march 2013 oh okay so they haven't hit there that just feels like forever yet. ago that you talked about right i know well yeah i funded it like a year ago mm. but that's supposed to be delivered i guess sometime next month so we'll see <laughs> Maybe I'll get something out of all this money I've spent. <laughs> um, those are all my geek outs, though. So let's go into freak outs. Oh, freak out! 
you want to start again, Anna? Me again? Yeah. Um, all right. It's not really a freak out. It's just like a disappointment. Okay. Um, the new Die Hard movie. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are you really that You're surprised? You're not the only one that said that. Yes. Oh, really? I loved the fourth one. Oh, okay. Loved it. Um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't that it was a terrible, terrible movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a Die Hard movie. Oh. It, it did not have the format, and it's not that it broke format to do something new. Mm-hmm. It just didn't follow the format. So you literally could have play, replaced Bruce Willis with anybody. Yeah. Um, his name could have not been John McClane. It was just a like any man action movie. There that were a lot sucks. of explosions. There yep. were a lot of like, oh, that was cool. But you just, you just picture like, you know, the production meeting and them going like, okay, what can we do? Um, we'll we'll have a car slide out of the back of a helicopter. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, that would be cool. And it was cool, but like, there was no, it didn't have the same heart comedy. Like, it just wasn't a diehard movie. Yeah, yeah. You could have put Vin Diesel in there with somebody else and had the same movie that's disappointing yeah it was really disappointing because i don't go to the theater very much i don't venture out very often (laughs) um so i spent the extra money to go to the rpx theater Mm -hmm. at independence mall so it was like a 70 something foot screen and leather recliners was 14 dollars for the ticket um and then i was let down so uh, Hmm. and they did shaky cam which i'm sorry Uh, i don't care if you're trying to be gritty or if you're trying to be arts i don't care if it's a TV show or a movie or Tarantino or anybody, shaky cam is always a bad idea. The whole movie always. or most of it. That sucks. I mean, like there's one scene where they're in a shooting range and they're just talking and the camera shaking it around. It's like, no. that's not even realistic. Who stands there and is like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, right, right. like who's shaking if you're standing still? Like, it's so stupid. Somebody that can like, even take you out of the movie. Sometimes. It would have took me out of it. Plus, the 70-foot screen, it was, like, really disorienting. Like, oh, yeah. You know, because it's so big. So, like, just to focus your eyes on it anyway is kind of difficult. Yep. Um. So, once it's moving around, like, and same with the action scenes. They did shaky cam for the action scenes. So, you're like, it's already... Things are moving about sporadically. There's cars crashing and debris flying everywhere. And on top of that, you're shaking the camera. Yeah. It's like it made me like nauseated. Like it was not a good idea. And it was a lot grittier and dark. And like he tried, they tried to give him like a few of his quippy little lines. Yep. But it like this, the like main joke of the whole thing is he kept going, I'm on vacation. I'm on fucking vacation. Sounds but he like Clark's. Wasn't, but he wasn't. <laughs> oh, really? No, he went to go find his son and rescue his son. And like the whole diehard thing is that like John McClane would end up in these situations by accident. Right, right. No, he got on a plane, went to Russia to save his son. Uh, so he wasn't on vacation. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. It like just if he did, was in the Caribbean just chilling and all of a sudden, you know. Right. That's what I mean by yeah. like breaking format, but not in a good way or even a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It just, in it, and same with the bad guy. The bad guy was very like, meh. I mean, you have Alan Rickman and Jeremy Irons. Well, yeah. To compete with. And even I thought Timothy Oliphant did really good, too. Like, you always have this really sophisticated bad guy that's the polar opposite of cowboy yep. John McClane. And that's like the whole point. You know what I mean? And it just wasn't that way. Like, you wouldn't even remember the bad guy in this one. That sucks. Yeah. So it was very disappointing. So it made me just want to go home and watch the first one again. <laughs> I'm like, uh... I'm gonna pretend that didn't uh, exist. Yeah. That's the Phantom Menace of Die I mean, Hard movies. But when I say I'm, like, not totally freaking out, I'm just disappointed because I didn't like the second one either. Yeah. I like one, three, and four. Um, I don't even own two because it was just, like, kind of boring. Yep. Um, this is the fifth one? Yeah. Mm. So and final? I'm hoping... Well, I'm hoping they just either don't make another one <clears> or <throat> they realize that the fourth one did better than the fifth one and to go back to the format. Yeah. You know, because it's not Bruce. Bruce Willis? I don't care. He's still sexy. <laughs> There's nothing I'm asking. For. He's <laughs> sexy. That's his age. I can watch Mike. him sexy. all day long. It doesn't matter. No, but he gets to a point when enough is enough. He's doing good, though. I think he looks better than Stallone. Probably. He looks better than well, Arnold. One of the things Stallone. with Willis is that he lost his hair early, so it's... There's no, like, major change in that area. Yeah. No, he doesn't look, I mean, like, toting a machine gun. Like, he doesn't look weird or unrealistic. Right. Did like, you, he still you see the good. new Arnold movie? No. I, I, no. I heard it bomb, though. Did it? Yeah. I sure we were going to go Arnold see it. We were, yeah. And the next, like, three days it was out of the theater yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. It's out already? I think so. Yeah, it's oh, gone. That bad. Yeah. yeah. yeah He's it got did not a do ton well. coming out, though, doesn't he? That's I think so. Yeah. When are they going to make another Red? Uh, it's coming out. The trailer's already out. Really? Yeah. The trailer, trailer just came out a couple weeks ago. Ooh, that blue. movie was it's fantastic. <laughs> Red versus blue? Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Hashtag lesser films, pink. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag lesser films, illegal aliens. 
instead of aliens. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if it was just like, that would be boring. If it was just like huh? Mexicans. Oh. <laughs> that's awful. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the point. Oh, man. <laughs> any other freakouts? No, that's it. Okay. My volbe? I don't really have any. Okay. <laughs> You're just kind of hanging on today. Huh? I am. Yeah. yeah, I got nothing. The last two weeks have just been like a blur, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Just getting the house ready. It's on the market officially. Oh, yeah. It's just, I'm like wiped out completely. Yeah. My brain is barely functioning. That's okay. Oh, can I can I apologize for Mike and I both going <laughs> all the time? So if you hear that throughout the show, it's because yeah. we're both not doing good. I'll just join in every now and then and right, just because good. to support. It's a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a couple freakouts, one of which is Assassin's Creed 3. I finally finished. Yeah, oh, you did? You didn't I like did. it, did you? No, not, not a ton. Um, the side missions really took over the game. I feel like they, they added so much to the main story that I, I, I have that completionist mentality and I felt like I had to do everything and it was a chore after a while. Like, yeah, some of the side missions are fun, but, I don't know. It, it just it did feel like I had all this stuff I had to do before I could finish the main story, yeah. which I know most people do. But then again, you'll never go back and do the side missions because they all are related to the main story in a way. There's no reason to do them outside of it. So I just felt like it took me out. Mm. And then by the time I came back and I got so bored with it that I stopped playing for a while and I started playing like Binding of Isaac and other games yeah. and stuff and then I went back to it and I was, I guess I was somewhat near the end. And when it ended, I just didn't care. Oh, like I didn't, I didn't care about the whole vendetta anymore or anything. And my I motivation was after gone. the second one. Yeah. I beat the second one and it, that one was the same way. There was so much to do. Yeah. I was like, I don't, there's too much. The, um, I mean, like as far as the whole franchise has gone too, the stories become so convoluted that I'm annoyed and like bored by it and. I, I like I tend to like the stories like I loved Ezio's whole story when it was him. But then when they're going to the future stuff in Desmond, I keep getting lost in like what's actually going on. I know there's a war of the assassins and mm. the Templars still going on. Eventually, they'll get to that point, right? Where you play as him. I'm but assuming. they've got Assassin's it. Creed 24. In three, you do <laughs> you do have like Desmond missions and stuff. And there oh, is really? a, there's a story going on with like the ancient like the whole thing that's going on now is there's a whole race of beings that was on earth before the humans yeah. and they like preserved themselves in like energy form because their world was exploding and they went to earth because of that or it i can't even tell if they were from another world or uh, if they were on earth like superman <laughs> i know right <laughs> but then there's like i don't know i, I can't even explain it well, to you I, in the second one that's what i grasped yeah i know you had to, it kept putting together a little pit pieces of that video yep and then you figured it out but. yeah and this one's kind of the same like you you're in this place where you uncover all these archives and messages from them to you that are supposed to guide your decision making and then mm -hmm. and then he does something very out of character with like the ending and i don't know i'm just i'm just like bored they need to clean it up but we're never going to find out yeah the game is just gonna. It's crap. true. They're make this. I saw you posted. They're skipping, right? Or somebody wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually one of the news things today, but I'll I'll just do oh. it now because it's relevant. The next Assassin's Creed is gonna have a new hero and a new time period. So they basically it'll be Assassin's Creed Four. I think so. I imagine that they would do that. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, no, no need it's to be fine. Like Assassin's Creed Two, Two A, Two B, Two C, right? You know? Which is what they did with Two. Yeah, yeah. And they did Brotherhood and Revelations. But I liked that whole Ezio thing. And I guess part of it, I mean, I don't like Connor, the main yeah. character in Assassin's Creed Three. He's no. What time period was this? Uh, this was the Revolutionary War, which so everyone was so super psyched about that. The next would I would assume they're probably gonna move towards like Civil War. A lot of people think like World War Two. They're gonna, gonna shoot. Go, I don't know, maybe. But I think I think going more modern day is a, the only way the franchise can go. If we keep going through history, yeah. I feel like that's dull. Mm. I want to do something a little more modern. Or I want to play a whole game as Desmond and figure out what the crap is going on. Yeah. And then go into like future from there and then end the franchise before it gets super, super stale. Because it's I mean, there's still fun gameplay elements, but storyline wise, it's kind of dull. But the next Assassin's Creed is supposed to be uh, what released Sometime before April 2014, they're saying. Oh. But new assassin. Mm -hmm. Well, we new, got Grand Theft Auto this year. Yeah. So we're good. 
Uh, my next freak out is this bad boy's dead. My second monitor that I've only had for a year and a half, which is very disappointing. I've had this one first. The warranty lasts for a year. Oh, yeah, I know. I tried. Uh, it's it basically and it ended up looking like one of the screens on the Nebuchadnezzar uh, from the Matrix. <laughs> they have the whole like array of screens oh, yeah. and they're all like blinking and flashing and it was buzzing, Ugh. like making noises. Yeah. yeah. And then I tried turning it on the other day because I gave it a rest for a little while. So you're like, all right, well, I'll just take a nap. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll come back and try again. I plugged it in. Then it started turning on and off on its own. Nice. <laughs> like, all nice. right. It is done. So unfortunately, and I forgot how much I rely on a second monitor for my productivity mm. to have like two makes everything so much easier. So I'm going to have to buy another one, which is kind of a bummer. I don't want to keep spending money on stuff because mm. I have to buy. It's February vacation now. And one of the things I was waiting on is buying a washer and a dryer for downstairs so i'd be home to actually have it delivered so that's a whole bunch of money there mm, and then yeah. a monitor i need to so Blah. bathtub time machine yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag lesser films you're still looking through my dvds aren't you yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh wait yeah i had a word in my head and i lost it damn it I just had one. There was one of those Facebook games that, but like it made no sense. This has nothing to do with anything. Okay. But, Which um, one does make sense? No, some of them, you know, <laughs> some people like put puzzles up and they're like, can you solve it? Like yeah, how many squares yeah. are in oh, the square? Oh, is it the four? The four? It's, no, it's name a movie with that doesn't contain an S. I think people are just doing like, that to have people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm like, there's a million. Road trip. Right. Like I could name a thousand right, right now. The like that's first not one that came in my head was Terminator. Back to the Future. And I was like, oh, okay. Die Hard, Batman. Yeah. Iron Man. It's so like, easy. It's so easy. I'm like, you people are all weird. Yeah. Well, I think you get more attention on Facebook for comments and shares and stuff like that. And the more people that share and say, oh, I can think of tons of them. They're going to leave comments and that's oh, going to yeah. be a popular Freak out. image. That stupid fucking cat. Everybody's <laughs> posting the stupid the grumpy, cat. grumpy cat thing. It was funny for like a day. We can stop. Thank you. Oh, that thing's in everything now. Yeah, it's I mean, true. It's really obnoxious. That is a done yeah. one. <laughs> Oh. George Decay does that a lot. He's funny. He's though. funny. He's though. wicked funny. Yeah, yeah. Him and uh, Mike Rowe are the only two like celebrities. Oh, that... I haven't looked at Mike Rowe. Oh, his is funny. Hashtag depressed Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, one more freak out. So far, this one isn't really tech or geeky or anything related. So far this year, I was like 2013. Yeah. But the one constant for this year so far for me is that people will just disappoint me. Oh. That has been the consistent theme of this year so far. Isn't that every day though? People disappoint. It's not. It's not me cuz I don't come to your parties, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm just I'm just disappointed by people, whether it be like I don't know, like I I keep trying to do stuff. There is the Sorry. the Batman screening that I tried to make happen. That's not disappointing. All of your fault. Let's be honest here. What did Tug do to help you? What did Showcase do to help you? Nothing. It's not. It's not on them. Yeah, I'm the but promoter. It, no, no, but it, is it benefits because, them right. in their company to do this. And Tug, I didn't. I did not hear about the Ghostbusters or the Back to the Future screening through the person that put it on. Like well, because AMC, the AMC put it on. Well, yeah, but that's not why. not for and when Ghostbusters. I went to see the, the Ghostbusters thing was just like yours. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I went to see uh, the Quentin Tarantino thing, I only found out because a friend of mine was, he happened to go on that website and yep. see it, but they don't do anything to promote it. Showcase has no obligation whatsoever because Tug contacts them on my behalf and says, I want to do this event. Yeah. So Showcase has no, and they even retweeted me on their Twitter account mm -hmm. and that resulted in nothing. Tug has no obligation to promote because that's the whole deal is that the promotion is my job. They're there to make the money. They set up the connections. And oh, they so reap they make the money and do nothing. Right. They well, yeah. they they have well, access they to the connections to get the the film and everything. And yeah, but how long does it take to promote something? I mean, all I had to do was take what you put on Facebook and click the share button. Right. And then all my friends saw it. Right. So if Tug has a Facebook page, which I'm assuming they do, I assume they do. Yeah, all they had to do how is many events click do the they word have share. going on? It doesn't matter. If somebody's into entertainment and they want to be a part of that, they're going to be on Tug's Facebook page and they're going to see it. All you have to do is click a mouse button. It's so easy. Even to help still, promote. it's I, it, I, like I understand that. I'm not concerned with Showcase or Tug. I know the deal I was getting into. I was the promoter. I knew it was all on me. I'm just disappointed. Like 
you guys share stuff that we do. You guys put out the show and we do it. You guys share the events. I saw how much you guys help promote that. But it was like just us. You would think, and it's not, my disappointment is not even that people aren't helping promote. It's that people just don't want to do fun stuff anymore. <laughs> like, that's my prime disappointment. Like, mm-hmm. some some people told me they don't like the movie. That's fine. If you don't like Batman Returns, that's fine. Some people said it was during a weekday. I understand that too, but I mean, I did it at like 7.30. It's yeah, not Yeah, but you have to remember where crazy. these people live. Like, I did not buy a ticket because right. sometimes I don't get out of work till 6 in North Attleboro is right. a good hour and a half away from right, me. Right. So there was like no way I could guarantee I could get there. Well, I'm just saying, out of the 800-something people that were invited to the event, then 23 people said they were coming and we sold 14 tickets. Mm. Like, that right there is... Right, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, If you say it's you're going to go, you can buy a ticket. So... I don't know. I'm just like frustrated. I'm in a very frustrated point. I hit those like every every now and then. Like I don't even know how to completely explain it. Like I know where like even at. doing the show, I get frustrated like that where we've just plateaued like listener wise. I'm like, what else can I do? And it's I, I don't know. I feel like I just keep trying to create and put things out there and make entertainment. And I'm writing jokes online all the time and doing this and doing that. And it's just all I think people are just consumers now. And they just want everything and they don't want to do anything for it. And it's yeah, very. Absolutely. Isn't that America now? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the culture of we're breeding. And Where maybe, I mean, maybe the event didn't happen promotion wise because there's just so much flooding of garbage on social networks now. There's just so many people just all promoting themselves. Hmm. And yes, I'm promoting myself in a way, but I'm also trying to promote things that I think people will enjoy. I'm not just saying, hey, share me. I'm saying, I'm basically learning that. The only way to get anything done on the internet or any intention is there's a ratio of talent to boobs that I need to have. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm mediocre in the talent and I'm completely lacking in the boobs. And therefore I'm not getting the online attention to accomplish the goals that I have. And that's frustrating. <laughs> if you put pictures that, of those bikinis, no, no, if you, if you put. <laughs> The screening on a weekend and buy me a Catwoman costume. I will wear it and go. <laughs> I, I did talk to one of the guys from Tug and he was like, we could do a weekend one, but the threshold, the ticket threshold goes way up Yeah, to do a weekend one because to tie up a theater on a weekend, a weekend yeah. is a lot more money than it is on a weekday. And that's the big difference. Even a matinee on the weekend? I don't know. I might try doing it because if it fails, it fails. Right. But. If if we get a huge response to a weekend one where we didn't with the weekday, who knows? Yeah, I wonder like with an early showing because yeah. I saw Back to the Future at like noon. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. But it was nice, and then I got out, and I could still have the rest of my day. Right. You know, it wasn't like a yeah. giant project. So maybe that's worth trying out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not done with it. I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm not a one and done type. I take no failures. <laughs> I keep trekking. It's also on. February. It is. Yeah. yeah, I think there's some just people a don't like getting out of bed. Yeah, you don't like doing anything in February. Like Maybe. it's hard to just get up and move. I don't want to wait till the summer either, though. No, but, I want to do I mean, stuff now. Just like lack of snow, maybe until yeah. next month or something. Yeah, I give a shout out to Chris Hardwick too, who took time out of the Talking Dead episode to wish us all safety from the blizzard oh. in uh, New England. So that was really nice. That's because Chris Hardwick is a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. He is. It's a good show. Yeah. See, you should watch The Walking Dead just so you can watch The Talking Dead. <laughs> I know, right? You they should. were talking about how um, CM Punk and Yvette. That was Cole the best Brown episode. Run, they were, he that was, was saying the single that was best, the best episode. Yeah. Because they were both so into it. Yep. And a lot of the guests, it's just like, you're a celebrity, maybe you watch a show. But like, those two got the show. Yeah. You know, they really got it. Like, she was awesome. She was amazing. She was so funny. Like, Sarah Silverman was on, I think, the week before. And she, mm-hmm. you, you're like, are you even watching the show? Like, her comments were, I, she was trying to be funny, I think, but it wasn't relevant. Yeah. This girl was into it. She like knew what was going on. It was wicked funny. It was awesome. Since then, he's had he had Punk on and he had uh, a vet on separate recordings of Nerdist, the podcast, mm. and they were both great episodes. Yvette Obviously, a vet Nicole Brown. Uh, she's on Community, I think. I didn't really know that much about her beforehand either but obviously i love punk already and that was such a great episode that he was on uh and i don't know much about her but even she was great she's hilarious on the podcast yeah she was awesome and he he told them like straight out with with the new longer format because talking dead's an hour now yep he was like i want to bring you both back on 
purposely because that was such a good episode yeah. together yep. to do. Yeah, they played off of each hour. other great. That was absolutely <clears throat> yeah. the best episode of and, that show. And Punk was like the kickoff of a whole bunch of wrestlers being on Nerdist, too, which is interesting. because I heard that, his interview with Punk. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just had Jericho on recently, oh, yeah. which was also really good. And even though it hasn't aired yet, I know he recorded or will be recording one with Mick Foley soon. We so. should get Foley. Love Mick Foley. Love it. Well, <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> no, he's not. he's not wrestling, but he's like an author. He does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's a successful even more guy. reason for him to promote stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. We can hey, we can reach out. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with reaching out. Uh, so that's my freakouts. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll go into the break with an obscure movie review. I have some bad news, actually. Uh, we only have two more obscure movie reviews, and then they're done. Because uh, Superfan Chris Tong told me that Netflix, he canceled his Netflix, and he has no way to watch the obscure movies anymore. Oh. Yeah. So he's not going to be doing them anymore. Bummer. Which is a bummer. But... I don't know. I was thinking maybe we can come up with something else for him to do. Like, even if we just said like 90 seconds with the super fan, give him 90 seconds. Cause that's how long the, uh, the length requirement was on the obscure movie reviews and just rant about whatever the hell you want. Sure. Cause I'd miss hearing him on the, the shows. Super fans, 90 second bitch fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to hear it. Yeah. I think the fans would want to hear it. We don't want the super fan to go away, but here is, uh, the second to last obscure movie review as we go into the commercials. This is Obscure Movie Reviews with your host, Chris Tong. This week I watched Wasting Away, a.k.a. Ah! Zombies! It was released in 2007, it's not rated, and it has a running time of 90 minutes. Starring Matthew Davis, Juliana Robinson, and Michael Grant Terry. I really don't know if you're going to know any of these characters. This is a really hardcore B-movie. Turning the zombies film genre onto its head, this movie is an oddball comedy from the perspective of the brain-munching monsters themselves. I've never quite seen a movie like this before. It starts out in black and white. Soon you realize when you're watching the human perspective, the film is in black and white. But when you're seeing with the zombie perspective, the film flips and it's in color. Also, the zombies see humans in fast forward. This is because the fact that the zombies are slow, their brain can't keep up with the human brain. Uh, You know, kind of like slow functioning. Therefore, leaving the zombies to think that they're actually moving around normal and the humans are infected by some disease or something and making them move really fast and talk real weird and crazy. The zombies don't realize that themselves are, in fact, zombies. They think that they are some kind of military super soldiers. This is a really funny take on this this uh, this comedy genre for uh, zombies. This is a corny movie, but it's really fun to watch with your buddies. The ending is a little whack, but I'll leave you to decide for yourselves. I give this movie a 5 out of 10. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi guys, I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! All right, we are back. Unfortunately, we have no listener email this week, Mm. which is okay. I mean, we took a week off, so... Sure. I guess it happens. A whole bunch of news to go over, though. First of all, Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger has announced that the studio is looking at a series of Star Wars films that will see release independent of the new trilogy and that will focus on specific characters from the Star Wars universe. And I have a clip for that. 
There's been speculation about some standalone films that have been development, and I can confirm uh, to you today that in fact we are working on a few standalone films. Larry Kasdan and Simon Kinberg are both working on films uh, derived from great Star Wars uh, characters that are not part of the overall saga, so we still plan to make Star Wars 7, 8, and 9, roughly over a six-year period of time starting in 2015, but there are going to be a few other films released in that period of time, too. So they're going to go outside of the normal saga and do some kind of standalone things, which I think is interesting. It's just an expansion of the Star Wars universe. I think that's cool. So they could come up with completely original characters and do stories in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. with just that character. I, th- I like that idea. I think that's cool. A little concerned with oversaturation. I don't really need yeah. nine movies. But at the same time, what about what Marvel's doing? It's kind of the same idea. Like, we're going to get the Avengers as the Star Wars of each phase of this. But then in the meantime, it's sprinkling of Thor movies, Iron Man movies, Captain America, Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you think that's going to be oversaturation, too? I think it's possible. I think some some of those. Are you? I seriously am. I don't plan on seeing anything until Avengers 2. I think I'm not joking. I have no desire to see Iron Man 3 or. Wow. No, I think they're going to lose quality. The just didn't do it. Now, I'm not saying I don't think they're going to be bad films, but I'm not. That excitement isn't there. Like, mm. I thought the idea of the first one, like, oh, my God, these movies are building on each other. Yep. Was so cool and original. See, and I'm very. I'm just like, All right. I want to see Avengers 2. I'm very excited post Avengers, like the fallout from that. And now that the characters have gone back to their separate ways. And now where do they go? Like, I'm still wrapped up in that story. So I'm excited to see all the little pieces that build up to two and kind of the fallout from Avengers. I think the quality is going to suffer. I just think it's automatically going to happen. Like they're they're going to get burnt out. It's that's a lot. You know, the more put the more movies you put in there, mm-hmm. the more of a chance that one of them is going to suck. It's True. Just the way it, although, that's like Die Hard five. I mean, there's five of them. They're not all going to be fantastic. Although at the same time, I mean, you look at something like Ant Man, which is a character that hasn't been on the screen yet. It's Edgar Wright, who's not attached to any of the other Marvel movies. Like it's almost it's it's in that universe, but it's a completely separate entity. So doing that doesn't take away from any of the others. So it it depends. I'm not saying it's a terrible idea and you can't do it. I'm just saying there's a big risk there and I'm yeah. not I'm not going to get all excited. Plus, they're probably going to make one about Boba Fett, which will piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> there, there have been rumors of a lot of them. There was a Han Solo rumor. There was a Yoda rumor of like going back and figuring out what Yoda was like when he was younger. Which I don't necessarily want to see. I kind of like the mysticism. Do you kind of cute and fluffy? Do you think think Yoda's a human? Because I do. Me and my brother argue about this all the time. I think Yoda was because the older humans get, their ears get bigger, they lose their hair, they get shorter, and he's like nine hundred years old. So So I think think he's just an extraordinary. I think he's an extraordinarily old human. My brother thinks I'm crazy, but I think I'm right. I think he ate past midnight. Uh, (laughs) He's a gremlin. Um, that's my that's my Yoda theory. There's a movie Maybe. I gotta go back and watch. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Star Wars <laughs> an oversaturation. <laughs> Hashtag lesser films. Star chess game. <laughs> that wasn't a good one. Sorry. Uh, the fiftieth anniversary special of Doctor Who <gasps> is arriving this November. Yay! And there are some pretty monumental plans in place. Have you heard any of these? Uh, a couple, but the, like all at the rumor phase. So okay. Nothing. Uh, writer Stephen Moffat is working on a script that would see the current Doctor Matt Smith needing the assistance of all his predecessors. Word has it that every living actor who's played the Doctor has already agreed to a cameo, even the hesitant Christopher Eccleston. Really? See, the last time, last rumor I heard, he was said he was totally out. He seems well. The that that was what he was saying. But now that, like, everyone else has signed on, he's, like, odd man out. Yeah, he's, and he's like, like, I don't want to oh, be a total jackass. Right. Yeah. So he seems to have a change of heart. And the three who have died will be brought back using a combination of CGI and old footage, which they've done before. It's not like they're going to be in the whole episode. Yeah. I can see him being in it very briefly. Yeah. So um, I don't think that's going to be a major issue. Hmm. Uh, the special episode is also rumored to be the exit point for Smith, who is expected to regenerate <laughs> no. into the 12th Time Lord. He's branching out into movies now. He's doing um, something directed by, I think, like Matt Damon or something. Or No, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Ryan Gosling's directorial debut is starring Matt Smith. Because when you can't act, direct. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling is good. Though. He does care. He's I love okay. him. I know, I know. 
If all goes as planned, this will be the biggest gathering of doctors since 1983, when five were reunited for the 20th anniversary. I'm very excited about awesome. all of this. Awesome, all awesome, of that. awesome. Even like my doctor Hashtag, knowledge. Maybe Dr. Him. <laughs> Dr. Him. Dr. Bob. Dr. That Guy. Dr. That Guy works, yeah. <laughs> Although that's not a movie. Nurse Who? Nurse Who. Oh, there you go. Ah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> I'm catching on with this. I'm trying to get it. I'm getting it. RN who? <laughs> yeah. In Warner Brothers' 2012 quarter four earnings conference call transcript, Chief Financial Officer and Chief Administrative Officer John K. Martin, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of gobbledygook leading into this. Uh, let the word slip that the next game in the Batman Arkham series is being released or being planned for release in 2013 this year. Wow. Quote, we also have a strong games release this year, which will include the next release in the Batman Arkham franchise. So all in all, we expect Warners to post another very strong year in 2013. The next game in the Arkham series is rumored to include members of the Justice League and have a heavy Silver Age influence. But aside from the latest announcement, no official information about the game has been released. Arkham World. I know. that They have to keep expanding yeah. larger and larger because it was Asylum, then City. Uh, Arkham. State. Arkham State Island uh, <laughs> continent, <Yep. laughs> Acapulco, whatever you call Pangea, <laughs> Arkham Pangea, and then world and then universe. And I'm going to stop saying things that get larger. <laughs> we talked about Assassin's Creed already, so I'll skip over that one. Uh, the CW has officially announced that their hit show Arrow will return for a second season. Not a surprise. Uh, based on the DC Comics character Green Arrow, the series debuted on the CW with its best series premiere since 2009 and currently stands as the network's most watched show. Really? Yep. Hmm. And it's actually gotten really good. So I, while I was and I had mentioned it before, while I was very hesitant to jump in because the first pilot episode was so silly, uh, it's gotten really good. So I got to give him a lot of credit. It is still weird, though, that they're doing the whole there are a lot of like silly little changes that just annoy you. Like the fact that they call it Starling City instead of Star City. The fact that he's called the hood in the show, just like in Smallville, they had to call him the blur for a while because they wouldn't say Superman. They refused to call him Green Arrow. So they're calling him the hood because he wears a hood. And it's like, come <laughs> on, just call him Green Arrow. No Maybe one's going to think will. no one's going to pull it out of the universe. And I think they have a no powers rule. In the show, like they they made that statement of no flight and no cape in Smallville. Mm. They're doing like the same thing with Arrow and saying no superpowers, which sucks because that would destroy the whole potential Black Canary. Mm. And actually, I I didn't put this in the news, but I should have. John Barrowman plays a big bad on the show Mm. from Doctor Who, and they're getting another cast member. Wait, did I do this story before? I don't know if it was on the show or if it was on the website. Okay, I don't remember, but Alex Kingston yeah. is going to be... Um, yes, you did talk about that. All right, is going to play Dinah Lance, who was yeah. Black Canary, but... Dynamite! Black Canary has no... Wait, what would be a lesser one? Firecracker? <laughs> Sparkler? Uh, yeah. Black Firecracker instead yeah. of Black Dynamite? <laughs> be, well, White Firecracker. <laughs> you saying did white you say is lesser white is the black? lesser version of black? Not people. No, you just did though. <laughs> colors. So we're talking about colors. Oh, okay. No, well, kinda. But I think all colors are created equal, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Black Dynamite is a parody of a black exploitation movie. Right. So it is kind of race related. Oh. Well, in that case, we won't go there. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about? America. We were talking about. Uh, we're borderline being racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy has found its lead. Deadline is reporting that Parks and Rec star Chris Pratt will play Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. The film is currently set for release on August 1st, 2014. All of that means nothing to me. I don't know what any of those people are. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm slight like I've seen them, but I don't know that much about them, and I don't know much about Chris Pratt. I don't watch Parks and Rec or anything like that, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nickelodeon and Activision have announced a worldwide multi-year deal to develop and publish video games inspired by the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV series. Cool. Under the agreement, Activision also has the rights to produce games based on the Ninja Turtles property itself. 
New Ninja Turtles game. Yay! Yay. Remember back like Turtles in Time yes. and all the side-scrolling awesome beat-em-ups and I want a new one like that in the style of the new show because the new show is still awesome. I Yay. still love it. Have you watched it at all? Right now? No. No. As my voice gets oddly high for that oh, much. <laughs> He's going back to his childhood. <laughs> I know. No, I sounded like this when I was younger, too. So. <laughs> he just went one day. He was like, I'm 10. I'm 10. He's like, wow. <laughs> Mommy, daddy, my, wow. My nephew was like that when he was a baby, like baby, baby, baby. He would laugh like, huh, huh. <laughs> like he had like the, He had like the lowest belly laugh, but like the rest of the time he sounded like a normal baby. But when he laughed, he was like, huh. I have to show you the funniest thing. Uh, there's a oh God, I wish I remembered the guy's name. There was a Comedy Central Presents from years ago where a guy does an impression of Barry White as a baby, like or like as a toddler, and he lost, like he drops his ice cream cone. So the whole thing is very visual. Like he points up and down. He's like pointing at the ground. Like I dropped it. Like I dropped. And then he talks. He's like. Like, he just goes like super deep after the great impression of being a like toddler and it, it's so funny i wish i remembered the name so good uh <laughs> we've gotten so distracted this episode i'm like whatever. what are we talking about who cares <laughs> i want to do more hashtags but i can't think of any Looking at rush hour, how about like moderate traffic? <laughs> Roadblock. <laughs> it's always like a little twist of like one word of just a lesser version of that one. The Punisher, um, time out. <laughs> the spanker. The spanker. That sounds kind of. <laughs> That's a whole other Bow, movie. Chicken, <laughs> bang, bang. The ro- no. Yeah. The Spanker is not a lesser movie to The Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> it's equal. CBS Entertainment and 20th Century Fox Television have announced that How I Met Your Mother will return for a 2013-2014 broadcast season. All series regulars, Josh Radner, Jason Siegel, Kobe Smulders, Neil Patrick Harris, and Allison Hannigan, as well as series creators Carter Bays and Craig Thomas, will return for the final season, where audiences will finally learn the identity of the mother. It better be big. You like, think they need it, to get, they, like, a huge guest star? This, this should just be, like, something huge. Yeah. Like, and they're building up to it. This yeah. whole show is about building up to this. It is. Yeah. This moment. And I have a feeling it's not going to live up to its expectations. Yeah, they're probably going to show, like, the back of her head and then, like, go to black. And oh, we're all going to be, be like, stupid. fuck you! <laughs> that'd be stupid. No, they said we'd learn the identity. All right. They said so. All right. We'll it's Madonna. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Right, who's, who's like a giant, huge megastar that's around their age? Who could it be? Uh, what if it a- was like Olivia Wilde? I'm trying to think of like big female actresses around that age. Mm. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. The audience can give their suggestions. Who do you think the mother will be? Right in mm. to podcast. Will it be somebody we've seen? Well, they the said that you've seen her. They've there's multiple episodes where they said. It but they've never mother, shown her right, face. Your mother was there that night. Right. Yeah. They've done that. And from what I can tell, she's blonde. I don't know why I think that. Or if That's it's just I the yellow too. umbrella that makes me think that. I don't know. No, I, th- I get the feeling she's blonde as yeah. well. That could change, though, because they probably three years ago when they filmed that, you know, there's hair dye. <laughs> it's going to be Snooky or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. That. Last story. 20th Century Fox is rebooting the Hitman movie franchise with Paul Walker set in the lead role. What? (laughs) (laughs) The rebooted video game adaptation will be titled Agent 47 to be written by a good day to die hard scribes. (laughs) Agent 46. (laughs) 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 Hashtag lesser films. (laughs) Uh, Scribes Skip Woods and Michael Finch with Alexander Bach in the director's seat. The first Hitman movie was released in 2007, starring Timothy Oliphant, and earned just under $100 million in the worldwide box office. Woods also wrote that film. Well, if it's made by the guys that did A Good Day to Die Hard, then it's going to suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we could have stopped at Will Star Paul Walker. So you're going to yeah. shave his head? I guess. But, you know, like when you compare Paul Walker, Timothy Oliphant, who's <laughs> the better actor there? American Bipolar. Is that American Psycho? Oh. Oh. (laughs) 
I would think even lesser. You got to go even lesser than bipolar because bipolar is still pretty th- crazy. Yeah, I was trying to think of a like you're going for like small like a mild mental disorder. You're going synonymous <laughs> films. Bipolar is not as bad as psycho. Come on, well, come on. There can be some psycho bipolar. Borrowed. Instead of taken. taken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> did you see Taken 2? I did. Is it worth watching? Yeah. A, a friend of mine, or a client gave me the, the I gotta go return it, the Red Box. It was oh, yeah, two. yeah. He's like, you should really watch it. It was awesome. It's all right. I was like, I never heard much about it. So the ending awesome of it be? was ruined for me just by idiots in the theater. But oh. the, uh, the it was very much like Taken. If you want to watch, don't expect much plot-wise. Just... I didn't expect much of the first time. Just around. Liam Neeson beating the crap out of people. Oh. If you like that, you'll like it. I will kick your Sometimes. ass and you will like it. <laughs> Sometimes you're in that mood. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a good day to die hard mood, but No. no. Not not $14. I mean, if I'd rented it, I, I wouldn't have been as was pissed off. Die but... Hard with a Vengeance, the third one. Yeah. That's that's my favorite it's one. It's a good one. I really That's a really You know good why? One. What's because the fourth one then. Um, Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Really? I really like the fourth one. I haven't seen beyond the first, I don't think. The second one is a waste of time because it's exactly like the first one. It's like a rehash first oh. one. The third one's awesome. It's got Samuel L. and it's fantastic. And what Jeremy Irons is fantastic. He was, it was the airport instead of the business building. It was See, just it was at Christmas it. it was at Christmas yeah. time and he was saving his wife, but it was at the airport instead of the oh. it was the exact same plot, the first two. But the first one was awesome. Hashtag lesser films, super seven. Or is that too easy? No, it, you have to replace super with a different word. Well, no, if you do, if you change them both, then you can't even tell what movie it's based on anymore. Well, right. So you'd change the word super and then use eight. Sucky no. seven. That's too, too too much of a change. Mm. You just got to drop one thing. So seven's less than eight. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a good one as we get out of the show because we can't yeah. leave on my horrible on attempts meh. of garbage. <laughs> Baby Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> or does that sound fantastic? Just, just Baby Turtles. <laughs> I would watch Baby Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> It'd be like Muppet Babies? Muppet That'd be babies, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Mm, what about everything to lose instead of nothing to lose? That sounds depressing. Exactly. <laughs> sounds like it'd be a boring lesser movie. This guy's got nothing to lose. He's crazy. This guy's got everything to lose. He's just going to stay in his recliner at home. Little daddy. Little daddy. <laughs> we're, we're only going off of, of Rob's uh, DVD collection here, <laughs> in case you couldn't notice. <laughs> Coward heart. No. <laughs> I don't even own Braveheart, but... The Mediocres instead of The Incredibles. Yeah, I was trying to think of that one, too. But like some of them, if you change a word, you can't it's even tell what the original was anymore. Title, yeah. right. So it doesn't work as well. Mm. Tree gump. Garden gump. <laughs> well, the the tree being just one of the larger forest. No, I'm just didn't. I'm <laughs> trying to think one for. <laughs> we it should, should be so. Can you edit this show? <laughs> edit out everything. Yeah. What should I take out? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know everything. The first hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. All right, we should probably just end it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Final thoughts or something you want to plug as we get out of here, Mike Wolby? No. 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 Anna. No. Nah. Uh, next week, <laughs> I promise next week will be the 2012 Geeky Award Show. I know that for a fact because we're recording it right after this. So, yeah. Uh, go to thegeekgeneration.com. You can see everything we post over there. Please rate the show and write a review on iTunes. I'll probably read it here if you do. Questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future show, uh, show you can send to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. You can follow the superfan at facebook.com slash Tong. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So like I said, Geeky Awards next week. We will see you then later. See you. Make it so.